Good morning. KSL News Time is 5 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. Amanda Dixon with the morning off. And our top story this morning, Utah State School Board member Natalie Klein has announced she's running for re-election despite growing calls for her to do the exact opposite. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our live team coverage. Adam? Tim, Clyde made the announcement on her Facebook page last night saying she plans for to fight for things like kids to... Uh, think for themselves and to keep them free from things like, quote, indoctrination, divisive labels, and from, quote, surveillance surveillance and programs that are harmful. Klein has faced immense backlash over the last two weeks since sharing a a reposting a picture of two high school girls basketball players, one of them notably with more muscle tone and shorter hair. Klein captioned that photo, quote, girls basketball dot, dot, dot. Since then, she's faced growing calls from uh, various uh, state leaders and other organizations to resign. She's been since censured by the State Board of Education and by state lawmakers. She did apologize and delete that original post and has since spoken out saying that she doesn't feel like she's been given enough time to defend herself. Live Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Natalie Klein's re-election announcement is already sparking reaction. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston continues on live team coverage. Peter? Tim, Representative Angela Romero, who leads Utah House Democrats, has started the, the tidal wave of reactions here. Romero said something along the lines of Klein hurting people's children as a reason that she should not be able to run again. The very last person on... Excuse me. This is not about Democrats. This is not about Republicans. This is about a young girl who was cyber-bullied by an elected official... Lieutenant Governor Deidre Henderson actually spoke to KSL News Radio about this last week. It was awful to target, harass, and abuse a child in the state of Utah for adults to do that is pathetic. Governor Spencer Cox also says that Klein deserves the censure she got from the legislature. The Utah Education Association has posted about a protest against Klein happening this afternoon, and the reactions keep rolling in. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. In just a few hours, sentences will be handed out in a high-profile child abuse case in southern Utah. KSL TV's Shelby Lofton previews the Ruby Frankie and Jody Hildebrandt sentencing. Documents say mommy vlogger Ruby Frankie and her Connections classroom business partner Jody Hildebrandt physically tortured and emotionally harmed Frankie's youngest children. KSL legal analyst Greg Scordis says he predicts the women will receive similar sentences. He expects Frankie will serve around 10 years. Frankie's hearing is at 10 a.m. Hildebrandt's will be immediately thereafter. We're also following a developing story this morning, learning of a death investigation underway in Tooele. Police confirmed to KSL a nine-year-old child killed a family member. We've been working to get more information, but investigators haven't shared any more details at this time. Tooele police say they expect to release more information at some point this morning. We will pass along those details as soon as we get them. Now our top national stories this hour. A huge merger could shake up the credit card industry. ABC's Lionel Moise is following the story for us this morning. Capital One is buying Discover in a deal valued at $35 billion. Joining forces will give Capital One access to Discover's payment network, collecting fees to better compete against Visa and MasterCard, which could benefit customers in the long run. It comes as credit card debt in the U.S. hits a record high. The average balance now tops $6,000. And with high interest rates, delinquencies are up among all age groups. 49% of credit card holders now carry debt from month to month. 
Experts say the increase in credit card debt shows the financial strain Americans are facing. A commission to help improve housing affordability won't be getting larger anytime soon. KSL News Radio's Michael Committee is live with that story. Michael. Tim, this commission was formed back in 2018 to provide guidance to two to state leaders on ways to improve housing affordability. Now, there's 21 people on the commission. A recent bill would have added another two, a renter and a housing advocate. However, the committee voted 5-3 to three to keep the bill from moving forward. The reasoning behind it came from Representative Calvin Musselman, who said 23 commission members is way too much, and others aren't certain if adding more members is the best move. For now, the measure can be reconsidered before the end of next week's session. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. People with solar panels could end up getting more money for the extra power they contribute to the grid if a Utah bill passes the state legislature. Here's KSL News Radio's Heather Peterson. Right now, Rocky Mountain Power charges about 11 cents per kilowatt hour for electricity, but only pays about 5 cents for it from solar customers who generate extra power. This new bill will make Rocky Mountain Power credit these net metering customers for 84% of what the company charges. The bill's sponsor, Senator Wayne Harper, says this will incentivize people to use solar and it'll help the middle class. 40% of the households in Utah with rooftop solar have a household income of between fifty dollars to $100,000. Meantime, opponents of the bill say this will make it hard for Rocky Mountain to pay for its operating costs. The bill is waiting to be heard on the Senate floor. Heather Peterson, KSL News Radio. First, look, traffic this morning. We've got wet roads to greet us, Andy. Yeah, and already a crash. It looks like somebody heading out towards the airport from downtown crashed near Redwood Road. A vehicle ran into the barrier to the left. That's the kind of road conditions we're looking at this morning. Got uh, restrictions for uh, uh, traction devices in Big and Little Cottonwood Canyon. And semis are required to chain up if they're going to go into Sardine Canyon. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. More students are getting dropped off or driving themselves to school rather than taking a school bus. KSL News Radio's Alessandra Harris has the details. 53% of K-12 kids attending public school are taking their car to school or being dropped off by parents, compared to only 33% taking a school bus. This according to data from the Federal Highway Administration. The number of students who walk or ride a bike to school is significantly lower at about 11%. The data shows that here in Utah, only about 28% of K-12 students used a bus consistently last year. Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. A group of Weber State hopes a new positive uh, social media platform can help uplift kids. Here's KSL News Radio's Britt Johnson. If only social media was all positive, well, the You Uplift platform takes only the positive comments and posts them. Co-founder of You Uplift, Doug Revis, says they've made sure of this. It doesn't become visible immediately. You know, it gets screened. That way, nothing negative will ever show. (laughs) Students, parents, and teachers will have access to a link that they can post to. The schools can choose how they are displayed. Many opt to put the positive thoughts on announcement screens that are around the schools. Weber State has sponsored the program so that it can be implemented in every K-12 school in Utah if they opt in. Britt Johnson, KSL News Radio. We have college basketball tonight here on KSL News Radio, the 25th ranked BYU Cougars face a tough task hosting, uh, hosting that is, the 11th ranked Baylor Bears in Provo. Tonight's tip at 7. Our pregame coverage begins at 6. The Utah Stag- uh, Aggies also have a big game tonight hosting the 19th ranked San Diego State Aztecs. That game happening in Logan. And the 4th ranked University of Utah Red Rocks gymnastics team got a nice win on the road against their rivals. 8th ranked UCLA in a tight match. The Red Rocks now return home where they will host Stanford coming up on Friday.